You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Benjamin Franklin and the Institution for Unity and Not Being a Dick. As our BFF, or best friend Franklin, told us in 1776, we must indeed all hang together, or most assuredly, we shall all hang separately. So far, the Patriots had been kind of winging this revolution thing and flying by the seat of their pants. It was time to put pen to paper. The Articles of Confederation and Perpetual Union was quite a work in progress and wouldn't even be ratified by all 13 states until 1781, but they were really important. The Articles of Confederation was America's first constitution. Once the colonies had declared independence, each state had set out to create their own democratic state governments with Republican elections, so the people could choose representatives to govern. All of the new states wanted a national government with weak powers, because Americans were afraid that a strong federal government would lead to tyranny and oppressive rule. To this day, the struggle for the balance of power between the federal government and the state governments continues to rage on. The Articles of Confederation was the founding document that helped to ignite that fire. While in the midst of a war with Great Britain, the goal of the Second Continental Congress was to create a government that looked as different than a monarchy as possible. The answer was a limited government. The Declaration of Independence had made clear that King George III of Great Britain possessed way too much power and had taken liberties away from the people. A common understanding for revolutionaries in our young country was that the more power the government had, the less liberty the people had. The more liberty the people had, the less overbearing the government would be. The goal of the Articles of Confederation was to unite the individual states in friendship. A loose association of sovereign states meant no strong central government. However, the states could come together to decide on collective action when necessary. An often overlooked theme is that the name of our country is the United States of America. That's states with an S, plural. We are not the United State of America. We are a collection of many states. These days, it's 50 of them, but who's counting anyway? The fact that the states have immense power is often pushed to the side, which is an injustice. Oftentimes, the Articles of Confederation are referred to as a failure because they were replaced by our current Constitution. In reality, they did exactly what they were supposed to do at the time. They created an alliance between the states. This document helped empower the states to work together without creating a central government with too much power. It allowed for foreign alliances. It allowed Congress to be able to raise an army, to create laws, to print money, and it allowed a new nation to win a war. 